What up, what up, what up? What up, everybody? It's your girl, Marquita, but they like to call me who? Miss Hollywood. You're tuning into another episode of So Hollywood, the podcast. Hey, is it me or is it hiding here? Is it me or is it Hello. everybody it's your girl marquita but they like to call me who miss hollywood you're tuned into another episode of so hollywood the podcast <laughs> so hollywood the podcast is a platform where everyone is treated equally and i bring them together with this thing called entertainment um if you don't know i like to do a thing called a recap i had sir vaughn wayne up here shout out to <laughs> vert huncho and also tizzy they also performed in the green room you can go check them out on my youtube page right now to check out the latest single from them junkie music babies it's called money it was really really dope the performance was dope um we're gonna wait on our excuse me our guest she'll be in here shortly but i like to do a mini recap my recap is i had a toronto artist um on the show excuse me last week and his name is sir von wayne he's really really dope he's very um knowledgeable about the entertainment industry he um also has a record label that helps out and does artist development um pretty much everything you need to know as an artist um and then once you know you learn everything you can you can branch off or either you can stay with him and continue to be managed by him shout out to kiera she is in the building um catch the latest episode of so hollywood the podcast on your favorite streaming platform i have not uploaded the other episodes yet however i will get to it i am a one woman show so please bear with your girl and then if you want to be a guest go to www.allofhollywood.biz and without further ado Shout out Junkie Music Babies. And without further ado, I'm going to bring my special guest up here, Miss Kiara. She coming, y'all. Hey. Hey. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm good. That's good. That's good. Um, well, let's get into it. Well, I, first of all, I normally bring people up after I do my intro, but I'm trying to move too fast because I'm too excited because I have yet another female artist on the show, and that's really, really dope. 
Um, you are a North Carolina representer, and you're a rapper, songwriter, performer, and you are a member, or not a member, I'm sorry, you are a part of TMD Music Group, which is Touching Music, I'm um, Touching Money Daily. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay, perfect. And you have a newest single that I have um, in my inbox right now called Grinding. It sounds kind of like Pharrell, and shout out to Pharrell VA in the building. Um, but yes, uh, <laughs> let's get into it. How did this thing called entertainment enter your life? It entered my life in 2017. I had just made an Instagram. Mind you, I'm in school for nursing. Like, okay. I didn't know it was going to be music, what I was doing. So it was this challenge going on called the So Sick Challenge. And then this girl, she messaged me. We never met, nothing like that. So she just messaged me. She was like, could you do this challenge? And I looked at the challenge. And the challenge was more like they getting heart, like they got their heart broken and everything and stuff like that. So I seen it. I was like, well, I'm going to switch it up. Mm-hmm. That's when I was playing as a part, as a person that broke the other person's heart. Gotcha. And so when I posted it, I had just made an Instagram. I didn't even have an Instagram for like a month yet. So I had posted it on Instagram. I went to sleep. Next thing you know, I woke up. Some girl was like, hey, can I post it on Facebook? I was like, I don't care. Like, you know, it's just a video. And then right. that's when it just. It just went from there, and I stopped going to school, and I started doing music. Really? So had you, you, you yeah. weren't even thinking about music growing up, or was it like, was it something that it was just like, okay, well, it just can't, it fell in your lap? Like, how how did music enter your life, like, at, a, at your earliest age that you can remember? Like, um, for me... My mom, she when you know all black households, they used to clean up and they had music that they played and so on and so forth. So that's that's kind of what I'm where I'm um, trying to get to when it when it entered your life. So around that time, earlier in the years, did did you know music or entertainment? Did, was that a part of your life? Honestly, no. No. Like I first tried dancing. Okay. And then, because I always knew at a young age, I knew I wanted to do something. I didn't want to be regular, none of that. Right. Nothing's wrong with it, though, but that was just my vision. Right. And so I tried acting. I tried off a Disney, little Disney Channel thing that came in town. I tried, what else did I do? I went in school for nursing. I was trying everything. And music, it just happened. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. So I was like, maybe this. Okay, I can see you. I can. Hear, I can hear you. Yeah, you were you were going in and out. But go ahead. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I tried everything, and this music was the one that just it just happened. stuck. So you didn't even know, like, yeah, as far as like rapping, like how many like bars it was, and you know, it, the breakdown of just being wow. So this is all fresh to you, two thousand seventeen. Wow, that is amazing. Yep. It's a few people that have come on this show with similar stories. That's just like, you know, everything just happened for a reason. And I just chose to do certain things. And then it just came out the way it came out. So after you quit, or I don't want to say quit, after you left um, uh, school to be an RN, what, what did you push forward after that? Strictly music. Strictly like- music. Just that. I ain't focused on nothing else but that. So did <laughs> you start doing at, your at research? Happened, did you start doing your research? Did you start yes, reaching I started out? Like, looking up, like, okay, go ahead. Yeah. Like, I learned about 
um, copyright in it and stuff like that, the BMI. So I didn't know none of that. I found out about BMI when I first performed. And the guy asked me, he, he brought it up. He was like, you got a BMI ask up? I was like, I don't even know what that is. And then he was like, you can get paid for performing and all that. So he put me on to all that. I didn't know nothing about that. Right. I was just doing everything just because. Wow. Just because you just found the love of it. Yep. Wow. And so once you started to really pick up in the music portion of it, like what, who became your inspiration or influences once you found that lane? I'm going to say Tiana Taylor, Missy Elliott, Eminem and Kendrick. Mm, Those are, those are real fresh. And did you did you participate in any like activities yeah. growing up, like in the band or any like anything that could that could potentially lead you down the road that you're leading yourself now? No, no. actually, I was actually shy my whole life. I didn't go to school, games, none of that. Like, I was, <laughs> that's why it shocked me because like, what in the world? Like, I'm in the whole public eye, and I didn't. You know, I was always in the shell my whole entire life. Exactly. So when you became a rapper, everything kind of changed for you. And how how was that change for you once you realized that rapping was going to be your thing to do? How it changed for me? I had to change, like, first impression is everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. I had to become more social because... When you meet me, like, in person, I have, like, a resting bitch face. Mm-hmm. Like, and people, and coming from people who don't know me, that can get, you can get a bad impression from that. Right. So I had to change all that. Like, I had to become a people's person. I had to, you know, entertain, like, really entertain. You know what right. I'm saying? Like. Bring you out of your I'm shell. I'm still though. <laughs> yeah. So when that happened for you. How did you feel overall? Was it a good thing that you were becoming more social or was it more so like, I just have to do this because this is my job now? I say I'm in the middle of it. Sometimes it can be overwhelming, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's like when you're so used to being alone and stuff, like not really being social. And then when you got to do it, sometimes it just, sometimes it can be draining. Like, you know, but I'm coming to a point to where, okay, Either I'm going to do it and make this work, or either I'm going to hold my own self back. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So now I'm just doing it like I got to. Gotcha. So how was your support system then and compared to your support system now? My support system been the same. Like, I know my mom, my sister, like, all of them would support me from the jump. So it's like now it's the same. Like, everybody still support me and stuff like that. I'm still trying to get more bigger and everything. Gotcha. But other than that, support's been good. Gotcha. All, yeah, it's been good. Gotcha. So when did you decide to sign to TMD, and, and how did that even become about? Okay. It was 2019. Okay. And when I met them, I had already came across people that was calling themselves in the game and everything. And it was already a situation back in Atlanta where they tried to – get over on me so it's like all that was playing the role and stuff so when then they came about we sat there for about a good i would say like an hour because i didn't know what i wanted to do part of me was like do it part of me was like okay i just had some other niggas i I just had some other people 
Oh, oh no, no you can cuss. You that. can do all that. It's, so then it's, I this, met, that, this that platform for that. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so when they came, my sister and everything, we had a table. She pulled me to the side. She was like, what can they do for you? Like, you know, my younger sister, she's like, you know, <laughs> she's more up front and everything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so as they sit in there and stuff, I met him through lady I met, she was doing paperwork and stuff at the time okay. with mine. And then she introduced me to him and stuff like that. So then I had time with them like around November ish okay. of twenty nineteen. Okay. And then that's when we went from there. And so once you signed with them, how did your career change? How does your life change? How does your mood change? How did you as an overall person change? I've seen more. Mm. It was my first time getting on the plane. First time going out of Charlotte, like, first with everything, like, actually meeting people and, you know, they brought me out of my comfort zone. Right. I would say that. Right. And I love it, though. Mm. So how was Charlotte, you you were born and raised in Charlotte, correct? So how was the music scene or the scene back then compared to what it is now? I know because you didn't really pay, I, I guess you didn't really pay attention to it because you, you, you're you just now becoming, you know, a rapper 2017, freshly in. So how, I don't know if you paid attention, but how was, if you can, um, how was the entertainment scene in Charlotte compared to what it is now? Man, like, <laughs> it's small. I would say that, that ain't things. Like, I really didn't, attention to actually started doing music though and I can say I'm not speaking for everybody else I'm gonna speak for me yes I don't like being just local you know what I'm saying like I want to expand myself and that's where I'm at with it that's why I feel like everything happens for a reason mm-hmm. I met people at the right time and everything else so it's like now it's still the same everything's still the same and I'm just trying to get out of it, you know. Yeah, and how that and that's important to you now, or what had that been important to you throughout your life? Like moving, like moving that's around outside of you know outside of Charlotte. Yeah, that's important to me now because when I before it wasn't I wasn't thinking about it like that because I'd never been out of Charlotte, so wow. I'm thinking Charlotte is the biggest you know what I'm saying so it's like when I actually got out of Charlotte now my whole vision is different like I want bigger things you know right everything and what was your first what was your first state or city that you traveled to out um when you got out of Charlotte I would say Atlanta Atlanta yeah how how was your experience talk about about that (laughs) (laughs) I mean I only went out there for like showcases and stuff I only got there for a day and then I come back it was like every weekend I'm going out there for showcases and coming back it wasn't (laughs) it wasn't like a stay stay like how I went to LA it wasn't nothing like that I just went out there showcases and came back wasn't getting nothing out of the showcases but trying to build my fan base and that was all I was doing so how did the showcases become about? Did it come after you got signed or prior to you becoming signed? It happened right after my viral video in 2017. That's when I started looking at okay. the showcases and stuff like that. And it was my first showcase was actually here in Charlotte on Independence at Don Julio's. That was my first 
performance. And that's when I started looking to other showcases and stuff like that. And that's when I started going to Atlanta. Okay. And then after Atlanta came, everything else pretty much fell on, you know, because when you go to Atlanta, it's just like black Hollywood. And then yeah. you can run into just about any and everybody yeah. in Atlanta. You'd be like, God damn, that was T.I. right beside me sitting eating lunch or something or you know you'd be like man but other cities we need to step our game up too because atlanta is definitely <coughs> excuse me an example of something that we all need to have in our cities <clears throat> excuse me and and how 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 is charlotte um are you back in charlotte or i know you moved to la for a, a period of time i don't know if you're still out there tell us about that transition from you know moving out of charlotte finally to another city another state and that culture was it like a culture shock or you know what i mean just explain that little bit of background of when you got to atlanta i mean to la sorry it didn't hit me till i actually got out there Mm -hmm. and i was like dang i'm really away from home like i don't ever be away from home like this you know what i'm saying and it's like the first time i went out there it was only for a week so i was like okay that's just a week but this time it's out there like they say like you're out here bro like right. you have to make something work you know what right. I'm saying like when I go home I want to go home with something I don't want to go home empty handed you know what I'm saying right. not that I I didn't plan on coming home of course it's Charlie you know like but I do like being out there in different scenery seeing if still young are you still in LA Right now, I'm back at home for the holidays, but okay. I will be back out there in January. Okay. And um, what are you going to be working on when you go back out in L.A.? We were shooting this video, the grinding one. We shooting that one. Mm-hmm. We dropping the tape, the EP and everything, getting more visuals and stuff, all that. And, yeah, going from there. Okay. And also, um, one more thing. Walk us through the day in the life of um, Kiera. As far as, like, waking up, what do you do to get prepared for, you know, um, your studio sessions and just the whole the whole nine? Um, well, I first wake up, I was thinking about five, ten minutes. <laughs> I gotta, you know, <laughs> so I'll do all that. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get right and so I, I actually sit for a minute I don't even get straight up like I sit for a minute you know then I get up do the usual and stuff like that and I just prepare myself mentally all that I gotta get myself in the right um. Um, <laughs> and so after that then I just head on to the session again and then, work out then. get all the songs are you, are you more of a writer or a freestylist I'm a writer. You're a writer. Okay. And how yeah. long does it normally take you to to write a song or a track or an album, EP, so on and so forth? It honestly depends on the mood. Like, sometimes it just comes. Mm-hmm. You know, like, less than 30 minutes tight. And sometimes it's like when I want to sit and actually make a masterpiece. Like, that's when I actually sit and critique everything. So it could take like I can write something today and then want to change it by tomorrow and then I go back and forth with it until I feel like it's perfect gotcha. even though there's no such thing as perfect but right. I want it to be perfect in my eyes you know now did you start you started <laughs> off doing um, that's how I do it. like covers correct like 
um, remixes and making your own versions of different songs. What was the first, can you remember the first song you did a cover to? So sick. Neo. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> How do you choose the covers that you do and like what what is your inspiration and and what is your um I guess your yeah, your overall goal for choosing these um these covers? I usually go with what's trending. And that's how I, uh, you know, figure out the next step and everything. Because the trending songs and then whatever be on TikTok, like, all that plays a role with me. And it's like, that's how I know what's going to hit. Because if everybody already listens to that popular song, right. and you do a cover to it or something, it's guaranteed they're going to tune in, you know? Now, is that something that you learned on the way, or was that something that you had already was like, okay, well, I'm going to do this cover, and then I'm going to, like you said, post it, see how it works for me, and now I got the feedback that I kind of needed to really jumpstart what I need to do? Yeah, it always felt like that for me. Because the Soul Sick one is the one that the girl told me to jump on. That, was, that trend was so big. Mm-hmm. Like, so when I jumped on it, it went there, and then it was another trend. But it was a couple of them that I jumped on. Yeah. Any popular song that, even if it wasn't no um, challenge to it, I would still do it. Like, even if it's a popular song, I do it. Like, And that's just really how I started to build and actually grow my fan base right. by doing popular songs. And, you po- and you're on YouTube, on Instagram, Twitter, all of the social medias across the board. Which one is your Which one is your most favorite and which one is, like, your go-to out of all the social medias? Instagram and then TikTok. Them two my main thing. The other ones, but, you know, I'm still, like, you know, getting there. Right. But them two are my main two, my go-to. Right. Because I also want to um, mention that you before signing to TMD, TMD, I'm TMD, isn't it? Yeah, TMD. I'm all over the place right now. I'm sorry. Before signing to them, I have read that you had 90,000 followers on your own. And then after, you, you kind of build up um, that momentum. And now you're up to 192,000 followers. Shout out to you for that. <laughs> <laughs> So how how did how did your inter- interaction with your fans become about? Because I um, outside of doing the covers, outside of doing you know music videos, how do you reach your fans? I reach them by tapping into something real, like mm-hmm. the real life situations, like. Because anybody can put up this front like everything's perfect, rapping about something that they don't have, you know? Right. Everything I rap about is something I've been through. I don't rap about nothing I don't have, you know? Yeah. So it's like when I do touch into, like, real-life situations, that's when I get the most feedback, like the most genuine feedback in everything. Because don't get me wrong, the club song's cool, but I want them to relate to me as well, you right. know? Right. Let them know where I come from. Right. Now, do you see yourself ever transitioning to, like, pop or um, those type of other genres of music? Definitely. i actually been working with some pop um, artists. What? But I, I'm not going to speak on that, though. But... <laughs> I was about to be I'm like, what? For real? In the air. But... <laughs> I 
That's amazing. How, so how do you go about, you know, choosing people who you want to work with, um, the songs that you want to, you know, the beats that you want to be a part of, you know, those type of processes? How do you go through your day choosing those types of things? Sometimes it can be tricky because mm-hmm. it's like one minute I feel this type of beat and the next minute it's like, nah, I need something more, you know, touch the soul type beat. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's my problem a few days ago too because I wrote this rap. It's, a call, it's like about daddy issues and stuff like that. And I wrote it to a beat, but then just like, no, I want a beat that like you will feel it right when it come on. Like you ever hear a dope beat and it's like, it draws your attention right away. Like, that's the type of, of beat I'll be looking for when it comes to those type raps. Mm-hmm. And right now, I'm still looking for that beat, though. Because I'm, I'm the type of person that if I can listen to the beat separately, the instrumental separately, and listen to the acapella separately, that's a dope-ass song automatically. Because if, if, if the beat drop, and then you can instantly mix something else over that beat, then it, you got me. Hook, line, and sinker. It's just, I'll just be like, oh, okay. I can rock with this. Who who rap on this again? Like that's that's the type of thing that I like to do. I'm an eight oh eight type of person too, so you got me with an eight oh eight, a good eight oh eight. <laughs> so is there any any local producers that you've worked with? I see that um I did my research as well. Uh what is his name? Uh Shucks is at the tip of my tongue. The gentleman that um twenty. I got twenty on my B. Now he's a local producer that you worked with. Um prior to you even signing to um, the label that you're on now. How did you meet him and, and how did you, you know, start the the process of learning one another? Because, you know, if you're a producer and an artist, you have to pretty much learn one another if you're going to continue to work with one another. So how, how did that even become about? Well, <laughs> I met him through a, a mutual Okay. And he had reached out to me. He was like, hey, yo, I got another piece of producer 20 and stuff like that. He actually put us together and stuff like that. Okay. And at first, you know, I wasn't for sure, for sure. Because it's like, I'm a big energy leader. Facts. Like, facts. I'm, I'm on all that. So it was like, at the time when we met, when we first met, I didn't like the energy. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I'm not working with him. <laughs> and then that, I ended up meeting him, meeting up with him again. It was like, everything just kept, you know, we kept meeting and stuff like that. So I was like, okay. I gave it a chance. I was like, we actually started working together and stuff like that. He did my first single eight. Mm. And we went from there. So that the vibe and stuff was cool and everything, though. And that's where we went. That's where you went. And so do you work with any other um, producers um, that are local local in Charlotte as well as internationally or, you know, Atlanta, so to speak? <laughs> are you working with any other um, producers? Yes, I'm actually working with um, people in L.A. His okay. name Javi, Shin. Like, it's a bunch of dope ones. Josh, Frank. They all sign with, um, not all of them, but they with Champagne Therapy. So Tommy okay. Brown and everything out mm-hmm. there in L.A. So I am working with them. That's probably going to be my main one is, like, Javi. So that's probably going to be my main producer from the project that we about to drop. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I met with all of them. 
So you 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 recently um, have a single called Grinding, which is it's kind of in reference to Pharrell because I was listening to it and I was like, hey, this sounds it kind of gives me the Pharrell feeling. So you have a this single is on your newest album that you have coming out or is it a mixtape EP? What what are you what are you working on and what are you um, about to drop? I would say more so like a mixtape. Mixtape, okay. So they can really see me as an artist and everything, really get to know me and see what all I can bring to the table. Right. And what what could you just, how could you describe your sound or you as an artist? I would describe it as authentic, genuine, like, don't get me wrong, I can get ratchet too, (laughs) but I balance it out with the, uh, you know, so real life stuff and like like the club. I try that I put out. I want to balance it out. You know, right. get to know me and anything. Right, right. Because you you've definitely been doing a lot in the game right now. So in a short period of time, because most people couldn't even you know get halfway through what. <laughs> what you're doing now so kudos to you and continue to do what you got to do um and so what would you tell your younger self about what you're doing now today well i would tell my younger self focus more you know because it's easy to get sidetracked it's easy to become in the wrong mix you know so that's why I would tell my younger self, focus more. Focus more. Mm-mm-mm-mm. And so how many, How do you know how many um, songs will be on this mixtape? Or do you yeah, have a, we're probably a doing like name 10. as well? Yeah, the name I was going for is called Body of Art. And the reason why I picked that one, because, you know, it describes the body. The heart was for love songs that I have made. And then the mind is for like more like, you know, real type stuff like the mental and everything and then mm-hmm. you know you got the butt and everything that's gonna be the club song and that's the that was my angle for that tape body of art mm, that's gonna be dope yeah so last but not least um can you leave something to the culture or this thing called entertainment that that you would tell your younger self as well what I was telling myself in the culture mm-hmm. don't try to fit in be you whatever's meant for you it'll happen and yeah I just do you mm, y'all know it. So we are going to move on to top five, which is questions catered to you, my guests. So let's get to it. Um, Top five producers you'd work with. Bob. Yep. Javi. Josh. (laughs) Parker. Shan. And... 20. 20. Okay. Top five features you'd like on your new mixtape you're going to drop? Top five features. Mm-hmm. Tayana Taylor, mm-hmm. Macy Elliott, Eminem, <laughs> Kendrick, and hmm, Cardi B. Okay. Um, Top five female rappers 
you could go head to head with right now? Doja Cat. Okay. Megan. Okay. Um. Dang. It's hard because anybody really rapping, rapping. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let me see. Um. <laughs> Uh, talk that shit. Um, <laughs> if you don't man, have any more, that's fine. I mean, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just take care <of> <laughs> I know that's right. Okay, so <laughs> who are your top five influencers? Deanna Taylor. <laughs> okay, okay. Missy. Okay. Um, Kendrick and Manil. <laughs> Okay. And I'm I'm actually throw Tupac in there because I listen to Tupac too. Big facts. Okay, last top five is top five moments in your career. Moving to LA. Um working with champagne therapy. Okay. First time being on the plane. Um Um, growing as a person like Mm. personality wise and everything and And we're going to move on to our exclusive access. Exclusive access is something that you have not told anyone, not even the media. If there's anything that you have, you can let us know now. If not, we're going to move on to your shout outs, last words, and our final question of the day. And then I'm going to put you on the spot and I'm going to have you, uh-oh, I'm going to have you wrap a few bars. Hopefully her, um, uh-oh, it started to spin. Well, follow me on Instagram, M-I-S-S-Hollywood313. Don't forget to follow the podcast. So Hollywood, the podcast on Instagram. Um, Let me see. Miss Kiera. I don't know exactly what happened, but we're going to get her back up here shortly. Give me just a second, everyone. I'm going to remove her and then we're going to bring her back up. Shout out to everybody that is tuned in. Shout out to Madhu. Shout out to TMD. <clears throat> Shout out. There you go. Kiara's coming up. Hold on, you guys. Technical difficulties. There she goes. There you go. 
Hey, it ended on me. I don't know what happened. But. I don't know. It it kept the it was the um what is it the little circles in the middle of the screen, and I was just like, uh, hello. But it's all good. Oh. <laughs> um, we excuse me. I was saying that exclusive access. If you have any exclusive access, anything that you would like to tell our friends, because I say this to all of my guests. Once we do an interview together, we become friends. So if you have anything that you want to release to the world today, you can do that now. If not, we can move on to the shout outs, last words, and last but not least, the question of the day. So do you have exclusive access for us today? No. (laughs) (laughs) It's all good. Oh, it's all good. I'm going to get something exclusive out of you, but you better believe it. I'm going to get it. I normally get it, but it's all good. (laughs) (laughs) so let's move on to the shout out social media last words and our final thing of the day which is the question of the day so go ahead and give your social media shout outs and anything that you would like to say and leave with the culture y'all follow me everywhere on my social media tiktok youtube at the real underscore kiara tweets and real and don't forget to check out my recent remix that i did with the chloe have mercy cover she did end up liking that one but yeah just follow me through my journey and like you know support me for sure (laughs) she's based out of north carolina and well she's based out of North Carolina right now, but you are in LA. So if anybody is in LA that would like to work with her, make sure you guys contact her or her management because they are really, really dope. Excuse me. Oh man. And then finally, last but not least, which is the question of the day, uh, what bothers you about the industry and what will be your solution to help fixing it? What bothers me? Yes. Is, it's not rap anymore. It's more like gimmicks and, you know, ABC type, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's easier to blow up now without even trying. And then people that really can rap rap, like, you know, they're not in the spotlight that they should be in, you know? Right. Speaking of light, yeah. somebody said turn turn your light on so they can see you. There you go. Yep, I can see you. (laughs) But go ahead. I don't know if he was finished. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah. Just the people that can really rap is not in the spotlight that they need to have. And the people that's like more gimmicky is like this, you know. That's it. Exactly. I appreciate it. Shout out to everybody that has tuned in. And also, can you talk one last time about your newest single and you can introduce your newest single? And if you would like to, because I know a lot of people came here to hear some of that newest single or one of some of the songs that you have in your tape deck. I said a tape deck. You know, that's that's how old I am. (laughs) I said a tape deck. Listen, don't. (laughs) <laughs> don't judge me it's okay but yes <laughs> so yes you can um talk a little bit more about your latest single your newest mixtape when it's going to drop and then um a little bit of a sample and introduce that newest single grinding all right grinding is the newest one it's produced by Javi. he's out there in la and with that song it really just tested my artistry basically mm. like I stepped into a whole different 
zone when I wrote that and everything. I wanted to show show how dope I could be. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that one actually, how long did that take? That actually, it didn't take that long to make that song, but it took a good amount of time because mm-hmm. I I critique everything that I do, and sometimes that's a good and bad thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Was any of it sampled? Any of the the original sampled? Actually sampled? Other than the ending, when it be like I'm grinding. Other than that, that's the only part that's in there. Okay. Everything else is rap. Mm. Like it ain't even got no hook. <laughs> <laughs> she said everything else is just rap. That's all you want to do is just rap. <laughs> So, if you can introduce it and then, um, or either you can do a little bit, maybe like a bar, if you'd like, because I know a lot of people would love to hear you perform, and I would definitely love to hear you perform if you would like. If you would like, now if you don't, okay, that's do fine it. as well. Hey, we, you know, I don't, I don't want to pressure anybody to do anything that they don't want to. So you can go ahead All and right. do it and kick it off, and we're gonna we're gonna sit back and watch it. Oh, they want me to play it. Should I play it or rap it? Um, I have it. If you want me to play it. Uh, yeah, you can. All right. And, well, you can introduce it. Go ahead and introduce it, and I'll go ahead and play it. This is my latest single called Grinding, produced by Javi, dope person. And, yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Coming to you live from the 704. I present to you, Kiera. Come on. Uh. I'm a booty ass bitch, get the fuck up on my face. Uh, I stay in my pocket, the pocket, they steady watching. You can hold the role play if it's coming without a knock. And it's knocking, I stay on top and we film and I like to watch it. Got a mouth that's full of shit, I've been humble, it's time to pop it. Uh, pipe on Peter Pepper, I um, been a stepper. You um, never pressure. If you knew it better, you'd do it better. Like um, you have enough, I um, do for pleasure. You um, far for club, hot dog nigga like a German shepherd. My oh my, I'm too damn fly, I'm too damn good at fucking and bye bye. I'm not gonna play y'all the whole song, nope. Y'all gotta go stream it. Y'all better go stream it right now. Shout out to you and shout out to everybody that fucks with you because I am one of your supporters. Um, <clears throat> shout out to North Carolina. Shout out to Charlotte because I got some folks in Charlotte as well. Um, and yeah, just shit, just keep doing your thing. Whatever I can do to help you as an artist, as a human, because I'm, I'm stripping everything away from people when they come on this platform just, just so we can hear your raw and uncut story. <clears throat> so I appreciate you and I'm sure others appreciate you. Shout out to jizz money seven. He is um, up here right now and shout out to everybody and shout out to Madu. Madu actually helped me or put this together as well. So he's really, really dope here in VA. But if you have anything else that you would want to leave the guest, you can go ahead and do that. Um, and then tell them that you can they can stream all of your um, music on all of your streaming platforms. Thank y'all for taking the time out and actually tuning in for this interview. Thank you for having me and actually, like, you know, getting to know me and everything. I enjoyed the questions you asked. Like, Thank you. Those were a good set of questions. <laughs> <laughs> and I enjoy every last one of y'all on here, like, everybody. Just follow me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, real underscore Kiara, two E's in real. And 
you know, support me. Is the video, you got a video for Grinding coming soon? Yeah, it's coming soon. We supposed okay. to be shooting and everything, so it'll definitely be out. All right. If you ever need, you know, an extra to do a radio thing, you know, a little wham wham, I can do that. You know, I, I'm always good for that. But <laughs> I appreciate you for sliding through and giving me your time. Um, stay blessed and continue to do what you're doing because you are definitely dope. Um, you're you're a pivotal person in this industry industry in this thing called entertainment and my platform is available for you anytime you would like. So whenever you want to set up another interview, just let me know. Um, and make sure you guys follow me in my SS Hollywood 313. Follow me for follow the podcast. So Hollywood, the podcast. And if you want to perform, I also have an availability for a, um, a segment called the green room. And you can see that on my pot. I mean, on my podcast on my YouTube page. So, um, yeah, until next time, I don't know who I'm going to have on here next, but make sure you guys tune in. Uh, so Hollywood, the podcast. Peace up, A-Town Down. Thank you again. Thank you. Peace. Is it me or was it hiding here? Is it me or was it hiding here? So To be a guest on So Hollywood the Podcast, just email So Hollywood the Podcast at gmail.com or follow me on Instagram, So Hollywood the Podcast and MISS Hollywood 313. Looking to book your next studio session? Contact Session 420 at www.greenleafgang.com.